And now, detailing success in PNS Double Black present the Rennie Doyle Podcast, a podcast for blue-collar entrepreneurs. Hosted by the detailer of Air Force One and founder of both Detailing Success and the Detail Mafia, Rennie Doyle. Good morning, guys. There you are. What's up, man? Not much. You know, it's it's a it's another week. It's been cold. Um, I think it's going to be colder where I'm going later today. Come on. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, Oscar's here. You know, you guys that are near the water, you know, dude, man, it's like, you know, not it, – it's below 70. It's like 69 degrees and it's cold, hey. you know. Hey, I think the cold. highest – I think the high yesterday was 59. Yeah. It, <laughs> uh, yeah. It, uh, hey, check your uh, text message when you get a chance. Um, you know, so – we uh we had a Diane and I took off. We did a little mini trip and went over to Vegas to a equestrian event in Vegas last week. Um, and I had it's kind of proof. I always tell people, you know, people think about. And I've got some. I've got we're, we got a class in this week. So if I'm looking around, I'm looking at them. Um, you know, we were real heavy in the in the jet business, right? In the aircraft side of, of of when we ran shops. And um, it uh, I always tell people that the two areas of detailing or society that you really want to jump down into heavy is is boats you know because those guys are just nuts they spend a lot more money even you know especially ships you know these guys are big big yachts and stuff like that but then anything equestrian based so we went to this event chris you wouldn't i i couldn't the crowds were i mean it's a smaller event it's held at the convention center in vegas it's not as big but it's all over town and the amount of money being spread around is ridiculous. So if anybody wants a hint, jump into the uh, jump into the freaking uh, equestrian side of things because <laughs> I mean it was it was insane. I mean I just had no clue. I'd never been to an event like that, and the money being spent all over the place. Um, it's it it is yeah. Horses are not cheap. You know I always tell Diane I love my horse, but I should have bought an airplane. Um, <laughs> And I wouldn't trade him in now. Now, now there's a love affair, right? But um, it 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 was it was it was great to get away with my wife, and uh, it was uh, it was fun to be around. But it was it 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 opened my eyes to where there's more opportunities. So um, so other than losing more weight, what'd you do this last weekend? I actually did lose a little bit more weight, couple you more did. couple more pounds this week. Uh, yeah. Let's see, this weekend. Um, I went to a cars and coffee event at Porsche Santa Clarita. Mm -hmm. uh, so out in the Valencia area, uh, it's a Porsche dealership that's owned by Galpin. And um, <clears throat> what do you call it? It was a really cool event. They had some really gorgeous cars there that were on display in their the lower level of their facility. And then, of course, they had customer cars and fan cars and stuff like that. They've almost got like a full on museum in, in the the lower level of their facility. Wow. And from the, the showroom, there is a glass floor in one section and you look down and, um, I think it's a Porsche GT one race car in the, the Marlboro colors, you know, the white and the red, oh, um, wow. that you see right through the glass and you could stand on top of it. It was really, really kind of cool. Oh, that's cool. That's so, uh, we, should, we should do that at the shop. We'll yeah, right. <laughs> a budget. We'll have to put a Hot Wheel underneath, like a uh, underneath a glass of water or something like that. You know. Oh, so. and, and speak, speaking of Hot Wheels, I have a surprise later today regarding Hot Wheels too. 
Oh, cool. So, I like that. I but like that. Uh, I tried to go to another Cars and Coffee on Sunday. And when I say tried, I got halfway there and the accelerator cable and the Baja bug broke again. I've, I've had that happen. You know what you do is you put one of your kids on the back cage and just have them pull, pull, pull the, the remaining cable and just, you know. So we get out. Okay, so I had, you know, I had a Baja. And if those, those that don't know it, you know, the back end, the front end is cut off and it's fiberglass and exposed motor, right? And we were out screwing around in my Baja and I came off the sand dune and it landed and it snapped the cable. So I talked one of my, my really good friends into sitting on the back roll cage near the engine and throttling it while I drove home. And I'm like, there's, so we get back and he's like, dude, I cannot believe that you would do that. And I said, well, I didn't do it. You did it. There's no way I would have sat back there and done that. You know, we're only going 10 miles an hour. And he did fall off a couple of times, but it, it wasn't, a, you know, it wasn't a hard crash. It's just a soft crash. Um, so, so um, this weekend I got a, I was on a call last night. I get to go work with a guardian. I hadn't worked it with in about five, six years. It's pretty cool. Just a little project we're going to do. So that's kind of exciting. Um, and then I'm going to go look at a vehicle, a secondary vehicle, fun vehicle on Saturday night. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I found something interesting. So, um, see what happens. We got a friend of a friend that told us about it and, and it's not a bad deal. Um, we got all the history on it and stuff like that. So we'll, we'll see where it goes, you know, see where it goes. So I'm trying to keep my truck just for overlanding. I don't want to take the camper off all the time. Uh, that way we go out more, you know, and really have fun more. And so we're trying to, that that's kind of the idea. So it's something fun to drive around in and so forth. But uh, so I mentioned that we've got a class five day. Oscar got here, which is the coordinator for the mafia now. And uh, it's going to be fun with him here today and then bringing uh, all of you guys uh, up to speed on what the mafia is and different assets we've got and uh, opportunities within the mafia. So it's really cool to have that. Uh, in the meantime, I want you guys head on over here and introduce yourself and uh, say uh, your name, where you're from and a little message. You want to say hi to your kids, you know, type thing. So come on, over, everybody get over here, get over here. I'll step out of the way real quick. Jump up there. Get in there, guys. Jeez. Don't be camera shy. Come on, everybody. Everybody wants. You know, they, they, they are they are detailers, and so you know we act, and we've got an. I can't even say it, right? You Come know, on, we're still we're still missing at least. I know. Two. Get in there. Get in close. You got to get like you like each other. Okay. There you go. Okay. So introduce so, yourself right here. Go for it. My name's Chris uh, from Sacramento. Here, call me Tubbs. Here, uh, he's here interning, uh, doing a great job this week. So the fifty pound brain. This is the fifty pound brain. Hey guys, Michael Hill from Lawrenceville, Georgia, uh, mafia member uh, up here, training with these guys, doing mafia stuff. Great time up here. Yeah, and again, another another so intern and mentor. So we call him a senior, uh, laying down some wisdom. So this uh, this dude's a smart dude, man. Go for it, guys. Come on in. Hello, everyone. My name is Romero Torres, and I'm from Oakland, California. Cool to have you here. Hey, what's going on, guys? Jared Classen for Columbus, Georgia. I'm the owner of JJ Squeaky Clean Mobile Detailing. Right on. Good to have you, man. Hey, guys. Ryan Ray from Columbus, Georgia. I operate and manage JJ Squeaky Clean. Okay, Brian, come on in here. Get in here. Get in here. Sorry, One more. Yeah. Hey, Brian Crosby, Detailing out of Atlanta, Georgia. Hey. There you go. All right. Have a seat, guys. All right, let's jump into this and uh, get yeah. going. And you know, uh, real, real, real quick. You know, that's our. Uh, this is our last class of the year. Um, I know. You know, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a busy year. We got to do fifteen of these five day classes this year, which I think is probably 
you know, well, it's a record since I've been around. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, with four students in each class, that's that's 60, 60 pros that have come through and uh, and done this with us this year, which is pretty cool. And it's if you look at I go back over them, you know, December's always a special class because I love December. It's my favorite month. Um, and these guys have lived right up to that, you know, right up to that scope of, of, of just having fun and, and being involved in it and wanting to go. And it's, uh, it's, it's cool to see people that you look back at a year ago and people that came in in January and see them growing, you know, and watching these guys all take directions from what they've learned, you know, on and stuff like that. So, um, it's, it's an honor, man. It's a real honor. And, you know, it's, uh, Mero just to be, we met, you know, how many times have we been around each other, you know, and, and, and you're here, you know, it's just, it's an honor, you know, to, we got a 21 year old, you know, I mean, young, right. Uh, Ryan's killing it. And, uh, and then, and then we've got Brian and I, uh, and a whole different generation, you know, and it's just cool to see all the way from young eyes to wise eyes. Cause I don't call them, you know, Oh, you know, you're just, you're just, your young eyes, your new eyes and wise eyes of things that get on there. And just because you're, you're young doesn't mean you can't be wise. Just because you're old doesn't mean you are wise, you know, always remember that. So, um, Hey, let's jump in. This is going to be a lot of fun. And th this is, you know, what's your morning input. And, um, I'd love to have Chris, why don't you go in and kind of share where this come from, because it really came from uh, a mafia member, uh, stating something that kind of resonated with us. Yeah. So, you know, well, first of all, you know, it just dawned on me that if you jumped on this podcast this morning, um, your morning input is more on the right track, right? It's kind of, it's kind of our point this morning, but, uh, <clears throat> what's your morning input? Um, you know, what's, uh, you know, it's, it's what fill it's what fills your brain the first thing in the day. Um, <clears throat> so Adam Garvin in the detail mafia, uh, I believe brought this up with Rennie and, you know, average people start their day on social media, you know, probably, probably sitting on the toilet with their phone first thing in the morning. Right. That kind of thing. Um, but successful people get a head start by learning and looking at all the things that are going to make them money first thing in the morning, you know? Absolutely. And you know, it's, it's for what it's worth. I'm going to share what my mornings, uh, look like. And, and, um, it, I hope to leave an impact on people is that I've, you know, through my, um, you know, five decades on the planet, five plus decades on the planet is I've learned some things, especially when you look back at a simpler time is what social media has done for us is incredible, but also what social media has done for us is really disruptive. Um, and so is, is I want to go over the things and the habits that I've built. And, and every year seem to define those more and more. One of the biggest things I've learned this year, take away from, the, from, from this year, is living in the moment. I've really, real, I won't say mastered it, but I am closer to being a master of living, living in the moment than I've ever been in my entire life. Um, I did a great job of this in my 20s, and then it kind of slipped away. I got all serious. Uh, the 10-year-old boy was kind of lost. And, and now I'm back to that. And it doesn't mean I'm silly or I'm uh, not responsible, you know, for, for things. It just means that I'm not taking me so serious and, and I just have my priorities in place. And when Adam said this last week is he says, listen, you know, the average person is going to go be entertained. You know, they're going to look at things for entertainment value. They, 
they're going to get stimulated. And he said, you know, I, I, I go in and look up my, my, my now and my future. You know, I go in and, 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 and look at financials. I look at different things. And it really, it just pinged something in my head. And so a lot of this is just coming from that. So, Adam, thank you. Um, the first thing I do is I, I always wake up early. Uh, even even a sleeping in for me this morning, I always have as a backup my – I always like to say I wake up at 5-something. And so my backup alarm is 5.55. And I, it rarely goes off. I'm usually up. Now, the thing is, though, do I roll out of bed? Is now that first 15 to 30 minutes, sometimes even 45 minutes, it's just quiet time. Is, you know, first off, I, I practice my faith a little bit during that time. You know, I sit down and talk um, is that I don't turn my phone on. I don't reach for my phone other than to turn alarms off. Um, one of the things, Glenn Stearns was, uh, is the host of Undercover Billionaire. I did a very short five minute of fame on that program. Glenn taught me something is that his day is filled with alarms. Is He's got about 18 alarms set. And what his alarms do is it's notification of things he's got to do in business, but it's also a reminder of things. I saw one of them went off and this guy's, you know, a billionaire and I saw one of them go off and, and he's not hiding his phone at all. It comes right out. And, and I, I, I took and, and, and borrowed this from him as it said, say something special to my wife. And so at that time, every day he calls or texts, or goes up to his wife. And I saw him immediately hit the little arm. He goes, important business, be right back. He walked over, saw him grab his wife. He whispered something in her ear. She gave him a big hug and he walked away. And I was like, holy shit. I mean, it's sad that you have to set an alarm. No, 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 it's not that. It's a priority in his life and he never wants to forget it. And so that's really something cool. I've got a lot of alarms. You guys will hear alarms going off all day. And I borrowed that from him. Um, the next thing is that I ask myself, what am I excited about for the day ahead? So I take, I spend my quiet time. I spend my time spiritually. I spend my time, you know, I'm, I'm up. I don't hit, I, I haven't hit a snooze button in 30 years. I, I mean, I just haven't, I'm up, I'm up, but I'm asking myself, okay, what's today? You know, what's, what's, what's going to happen today that I, I don't, I don't think about other stuff. I don't, I don't have the, and this is something that I bought. We borrowed from a, a gentleman that came to training four, four or five trainings ago. His guy was very modest in life, meaning that he didn't, he didn't need a lot and he didn't want a lot, but he said something really impactful and he's young. He's probably 30. And to me, that's young to you. That's old. Um, looking at the 21 year old, but he said something that was really special to me and it stuck in my head. And I think about it almost every day. I do not allow unimportant things to occupy mental space in my head. I do not have the, men, the, the mental space capacity for nonsense. And this guy, this is how hardcore this guy was. He saw he had a, a career. He was doing well. But he says, I was buying into society's bullshit on debt. And I was just working to get by. And he says, I, he went homeless for three years. He lived in his, he went and bought a new car and he lived, literally lived in his car and he'd go to the gym and, and work out and shower. And he said, the reason why is I wanted to set myself up financially to where I never had to work where I wanted to work. And I mean, that's freaking dead. I mean, that's hardcore. You know, he was young, really young. And what that did is set him up, you know, for future things that is coming down. Now, it, I'm not, I'm not saying to go do that, 
but he faced his realities and he was very comfortable being quiet in his head. A lot of people can't be quiet in their head. You can always see those people when they're freaking out. People are freaking out and they have to constantly have noise around them. You know, is those are people that aren't comfortable in their head. They don't have a, a silent, a silenced, comfortable mind. You know, doesn't mean anything's bad's going on. It just means they're not comfortable and they probably need to, to get into themselves just a little bit, you know, that they need to be comfortable with themselves a little bit. That's what this is about is becoming comfortable with being quiet is being comfortable with taking in what you're allowing into your head and what you're putting out of your head. And so from there is I, I give thanks, not just again, for my spiritual beliefs, but I give thanks mentally to the people that are important to me, the souls that are important to me, which must, doesn't mean just humans. I, I take, I take, I take great pride of, you know, we've got five dogs, you know, of enjoying the little moments, going out, catching them, snoozing in weird positions, you know, and this morning I was out walking early and, you know, watching Boomer 14 and a half years old, rolling the icy grass, those simple little pleasures in life is learned. Those are actually the great pleasures in life. And I've become really, really comfortable with going back to that because I've always been that person and I've returned to that person. Um, I take and, and, and get inside myself and try to fix myself. I become a mechanic. So I start turning wrenches on the things that I'm not happy with in me. Maybe I said something to somebody. Maybe I acted a certain way. Maybe my original, my original intent on something got distracted. It's not somebody else's fault. It's mine. And so I'm going to do some wrenching on that stuff and try to make it, it right in me. That's the only thing I can do. Even if people don't respond positively to that, I know I did my level best. I know that I took and tried. And I work on that every, every single day. I, I work on it every single day. But you've got to take and have that quiet time, right? Um, I tell my wife something special is you could go back through my text messages for the last, I don't know how many years. And there's hardly a day that even if she's upset with me or if I'm upset, upset at her, and I'll say something, what I've really learned, what, what Diane and I both really enjoy is going back to a memory that reminds each other of how much we dig each other. You know, of going back, I can still vision the, the night I met my wife, the first time I laid eyes on her, I've got a mental vision of her from that, that point, And I never let that vision go. You know, yesterday I found a really, I read a lot and I, I read, I love history, you know, and I, I got my master's degree only because I was taking so many history classes that they called up and they go, Hey, you've got, you know, you've got so many credits towards uh, religious history that you could get a master's in, in world theology. And I went, okay, you know, sounds good. Let's do it. And I found an article about a remains, uh, over 2000 year old remains. They found that the couple was embracing each other and they really don't know how it, it, it happened. Uh, but they died and they were literally embracing each other. And I sent that to, to Diane and I said, we're not ready to go here yet. But when I go, this is how, in my mind, this is our eternity, you know, is that we've through thick and thin. And it's really important that you've got somebody in special in your, in your life. It might be a parent, you know, for those that have parents left. It might be a friend, 
you know, is that embrace them and tell them why they're special and remind them of cool things. My best friend, Rich, you know, uh, we've been friends since we we're kids is that we don't live in the past. We live in the current, you know, he was, he was 26 years army. He could be anywhere in the world, man. And he'd come back home. We hadn't seen each other in three years and we could start a conversation off right where we ended it. And it's still to this day, thank goodness we see each other all the time now, but back in our, in our youth, when that was happening is we were so comfortable with our friendship. It just, we, we didn't, we didn't need to freaking talk every day. We knew each other were there. We, we kept our, each other in our prayers into doing the stuff that we did when we were younger and especially him. And, um, we moved on, but we always kept, we always moved on together. And I think that's really important. Um, I take and I recognize who I am and I tell myself who I am and on tough days, I remind myself, I have survived so much bullshit that this is easy. This is easy. And I remind myself that I'm a very capable individual and your opinion of me has no bearing on my opinion of myself. Zero. Now, if I do something shitty, um, I've got good friends that will call me on the carpet. That's how you know a good friend. They will call you on the carpet and they'll tell you when you do something. I own that shit and it never goes away. You know, Jim Gogan called me on something one day and man, it never goes away. I talk about it to this day. That's probably five years ago. He called me on something. I'm, I'm still embarrassed by it that I, that I acted like I did, but you know what? I don't, I let that go, but it's still there. So I don't do it again. And he was, he was such a great friend that he brought it to my attention, you know, and it was fixed right then and there. I didn't argue it. I owned it. I asked for his forgiveness and, and, and rectified the issue. And I, and I, and I corrected it and I, I'll never do that again. Never. Never. It was a real learning experience. I remind myself what I'm capable of. Capable of anything. The only thing that's going to hold me back is me. Another person cannot stop me. I'm going to share something my friend Brian shared with me yesterday. And I'm going to mention it right now. I hope you don't mind. Is I've never thought of it like this. Brian, I get teary-eyed. Because this is so freaking powerful. You come to a time in your life. And I, I don't know if I'll ever hit this to where you're okay with where everything's at. I want more. Brian taught me that more, more love, more freedom, more time, more business, more money. But money, did you see money wasn't at the front of that? I want more time. You know, we trade this asset of time like it's like it's freaking pennies. But yet every single person has got the same amount of time in your days, anybody else. We came into this world not knowing what that time was going to involve, right? I've got I've got some soldiers in a marine in front of me. They've lost they've lost comrades. They've they've seen shit, right? They've seen people, you know, injured. Um, is here's the thing: is that we don't know when that expiration day. I say this all the time. So live every freaking day to the fullest. Don't be scared of that shit. Something you better. It, it's Steve McQueen said it best: chase life like mad. It's it, 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 it's going to try to kill you anyway. You know, life's going to try to kill you. And one day it's going to be successful. Life's going to take you. So why not? Why not freaking go for it and have as much fun as you can? You know, but I like that. That what Brian, Brian and I will say this the rest of my life and I'll give him credit for it. I want more. Because my more is not greedy more. Never has been. Never will be. It won't be greedy more. 
life assets. And, and unfortunately, life assets, we work for a reason. What's your reason? I ask myself that every day. My reason today is my whole existence this week is centered around, not you guys, believe it or not, is my family still, the souls I love. But I got to take it and sprinkle them in because my whole week is set up around you guys being here. It really is. I don't cut hours. I don't look at the clock and say we got to go. I don't look at the clock and say we can't come in that early. You know, I say let's go, you know. And so I am built around doing that this week. And then from there on, when these when these gentlemen leave, is they're going to make the decisions on how heavy they're going to commit themselves. It's up to them. We're going to we're going to we're going to make suggestions, you're going to make decisions. You know, it's all we can do in life. So from there, is I get a little bit of mother nature every day. I love being outside. I, I already took uh, our, our, you know, five dogs. Um, they all have to be walked, right? And especially our oldest dog. But it's pretty funny. I, I wish I could record, I, I should record myself one day when I take all five out at one time. That's really interesting because I got one leash that holds three. I've got one dog that will behave herself. So she's not on one. And I got another leash that holds one. And I've got an anti-tangle leash for this one. And it doesn't, it works pretty good, but it's not perfect. But, well, I'll tell you what, that's, you want to take and, and, and calm yourself down. It, it has, I have new appreciation for dog walkers in like New York City. Can't even imagine, you know. But my time outside is really important. And I'm out every single day. Before I walked in here today, I was out twice, you know. Um, from there is that. I review my investments. I look at real estate every day. I get alerts, real estate alerts. I just posted some cool shit starting to happen, you know, in the, in the real sad for some people because they're going to get caught in a bad spot. I feel bad. But the other realm of that is there's going to be people that do really well with that, you know? And, and so there's some so opportunities arising right now that people need to be paying attention to. I also look at my other investments. I don't have a ton of risky stock or anything. I've got pretty rock solid. And I've got stoppers. I've got everything. At my age, I don't take any wild chances. Is that Really, I, I, I never did. I started investing when I was 20. And it was small little bites appropriate to my blue-collar income. But it was small little bites over 30 years. And that's slowly built up, you know, and built up. And I could have two, three, four times more, but I just didn't want to roll that dice. I wanted to take and be a little on the conservative side, but I was a lot more aggressive when I was in my 20s. So a lot more aggressive when I was in my 30s. And then as I got to a certain stage, certain point, I still started pulling back on the, that, that aggressiveness and started taking and looking at the long-term options of that. That's it. And, well, and it's, and it's risk versus reward. And it's where I want to be. Now, I don't have millions of dollars invested, but I did in 08. If you guys remember, and because we might have these opportunities, and I didn't plan on talking about this, but the big automakers, the big three flew to D.C. They wanted us, the people, to bail them out. They're in trouble. And Ford stock went down to under $3 a share. It was two-something a share. And I went home one night, and I said, Diane, hey, I know things, you know, we don't know where things are going right now, but this is an opportunity to make some money over the long haul. And we bought Ford stock at two something a share 
and we've just watched it, you know, slowly and surely. And it, it goes down and it comes up and, you know, I've got things in place to protect us, but uh, I, I haven't lost any money on that one. You know, uh, there's other things I wasn't looking at buying. You know, I wish I would have. I, I, I didn't buy into Tesla right when it happened. I do have some really cool stuff right now I've bought into that's going up slowly that probably could really pop. And if it does, that changes our life. But if it doesn't, losing that doesn't change our life either. But, you know, getting some inside information, listening to things, listening to I listen to what really, really wealthy people say. And I take notes. And I take notes. And so I watch what these guys, these these men and women are looking at. And every once in a while they slip. And they'll give a little a little nugget. And I go check that nugget out. And a couple of those we're doing OK with. We're going to do okay. And if it flips over, we're going to do really well with it. Um, three to four mornings a week, I come out and I strength train. I heavy weight train. I bear, I, I put weight on my body. And my theory of always this is that is I want strong. My, 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 uh, my dentist call, calls me uh, warthog because I've got such a massive amount of bone density left in me for my age. Is not only that, but you're going to have to do heavy lifting in life. So when I'm out here cranking it out, I've got a set number of sets I do, but I never do the same weight. I'm always throwing it around a little bit, right? Because that's what life's going to throw at us, is it's going to throw different weights at you. You know, it's going to throw different challenges. Is, is a loved one passes away or a loved one gets sick. We've had that. We've had the most diversified year. I've had an awesome year with some really, really big struggles, personal struggles. You know, people getting sick, losing friends, you know, just things like that. But on the same token, I'm so thankful because my daughter's okay that got sick. My brother made it through surgery. Diane made it through. She's in good shape. She had a really bad, horrific injury just three months ago, three and a half months ago. You know, really horrific. She could have been killed. And she's still healing from that almost four months in. She's still recovering from that. And I, I'm, I, instead of looking at, oh, my God, what could have happened? I look at what didn't happen and how and how fortunate we are and what lessons can we buy? And I bought her a inflatable vest to wear when we're riding now. Me, too. So that if we do come off is that poof, you know, we've got a little protection there. It was it was a life lesson. Um, I dream. What's possible? Because I can tell you this. There's a. So much more is possible than what I've done is I don't allow myself to dream near as big as I should. Is that I dream and then I vision that. How would it be? Sometimes I dream it. And then when I vision it, I went, oh, my God, that's a nightmare. If I go down this road, that's not a dream. It's a nightmare because of the things I don't want to overstress myself. I don't want to take and get myself stretched out too thin. I don't want to take time away from what Diane and I love to do. I don't want to take time away from, from lifting, from coming out and spending time in Mother Nature, to going and riding, to serving, to volunteering, all those things I don't want to take time away. So I ask myself, okay, this is a cool dream. Does this support my mission or does it distract and take away from my mission? It might add money to it, but what's the, what, what's the cause and effect? Is it, is it, is it an easy 
income producer that doesn't take a lot of time that can actually take some of my efforts and other things away and allow me more time because all these individuals sitting in front of me right now is you've got the same time as everybody else but yet somebody's making bringing in 150 200 300 400 an hour and other people are barely barely making it why it's usually because of their own disbelief in themselves you're given things don't i learned this a long time ago things don't happen to you they happen for you all the struggles all the downfalls all the things that that you've had to go through they're happening to make you stronger and better you've just got to get your eyes from looking down to looking forward but here's the here's the tough thing while living in the moment and enjoying the life that you've got the life that you've built music since the tempo for me i just love music and it's funny because when i go on a business trip and, I, and we're at sema is that you know we're at sema right we get there on the way there you know we drive into sema for those that don't know what sema is go check it out um it's an automotive event it's it's unreal but when we're driving there i'm cranking out my music i'm setting the, the pace for the week right but really from that time on there's not much time for music. So in the morning, it's it's precious time because we're up, we're going, we're going early, we're going hard. So I set that 20, 30 minutes of music time to myself, you know, but then I've got to be really conscious of what Diane likes because my mood that day might not match hers. So when I'm with Diane, I always play stuff that I know that she's going to enjoy. It's not going to annoy her, you know? The other thing is I've learned this from, 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 from Bob, from uh, Bob Phillips is i i don't i'm an amped up person already if i really if if i'm going in for today with you guys it's an amped up day okay amped up music good set the pace right bam right off the debate set my tempo but most of the days i want to go in with a calm mind and so i listen to some country music i listen to a little funk i listen to some ballads i listen to stuff that's going to just ease my mind and it makes a huge difference so what I don't do is I want to share this with you. I don't ever think anything negative first thing in the morning. Never. I have tr trained myself to it can't come into my mind. The second it does, I go fill something. So I get active doing something where I can't think so I can reset it. Simple as that is that I don't regret the day ahead. Never regret what you haven't experienced. Is <clears throat> even if you have a heart, we've had we've had some big decisions in the last couple weeks around you know our organization, one of our organizations. I did not allow that to set the tone for a day. I couldn't because it will destroy you, absolutely destroy you. I I don't allow others into my head. You know is if we have somebody and there's always going to be haters there's always going to be people that don't know you that say shit, you know they don't even know you don't don't a matter of fact if they're saying stuff and they don't know you that shows you who they are and what they are they don't know shit. they don't shit. they're exactly that they're trolls they're just trolls they have no bearing on my life whatsoever 
They have no bearing on my business. They have no bearing on my marriage. They have no bearing on my kids. They have no bearing on my friendships. They have no bearing on my finances. They have no bearing in anything. So why are you letting them enter your head? Don't. No, they're there. People are going to think you're nuts. People are going to think that you're you're an idiot. They're going to think because they don't speak the same language as you. They speak loser language. I don't speak loser language. Never have. Never will. And the, I'm going to tell you, the better you get at whatever your craft is, the better you get at it, and the more money you're making, and the more people like you, the more those trolls are going to come out after you. But remember this. It's a small, small, tiny percentage, and it's very small-brained individuals. Very small-brained individuals. I don't let them get there. There's no way they're going to come in and take a part of my day up. No way. Um, I don't rush in the morning. I allow, I get up earlier if I need more time so that I can relax and I can touch my wife as a young boy. So I can go out and walk my dogs. So I can take and have thoughts within me. So I can do a little reading. So I can come out here and work out. I don't rush. The other thing I do is I get plenty of sleep. Is there's days that I get four hours. There's days that I get eight. You know, um, I'm an early riser. Go to bed earlier. You know, don't watch TV. Don't turn the thing on. Is that it's easy. You need more sleep. Everybody. I hear this. The, the military's done a lot of studies and they're, they're starting to I see them starting to come around more and more, at least in the in, in the guard side of things. Lack of sleep creates a lot of problems. It's very unhealthy for you. And there are some very, very rare individuals that do not require as much sleep, but honestly they do, is that they just have trained their bodies. And and I, I've seen one person um, that I watched that preaches no sleep, and he's not even as old as I am, and he's starting to show it. He's starting to look like shit. He's looking really, really beat up, you know, and that's going to escalate as he as he gets older, you know. And he's constantly preaching that. But I haven't heard him preaching it as, quite as much lately, you know. And so I'm wondering if he's starting to figure out that that's damaged him, you know. Um, I don't get on social media. First thing in the morning, I haven't been on social media today. Probably won't be on there until this afternoon at some point. Um, that doesn't set the tempo for my life. Uh, social media is a tool. It used to be a fun, fun thing to catch up on people. And it still is to a certain degree. Uh, but I would rather catch up in person uh, than on social media. And so um, I know that's not popular, but I just I think we're kind of better off with a lot less social media in our life than we are. And I honestly, I post things now just to let people know I'm alive. And we learned a valuable lesson in the last couple of weeks is that you, you've got to take, you know, they're spin doctors. And you've got to you got to take and as you become more known in your market and so forth you got to put a lot a little bit of your regular life up there because all of a sudden people will start spinning stuff you know so as you got as you start to take and put things my my kids friends they don't like to be involved on my side of the social media and i i realize that so you don't see a lot and and if my daughter if you see something with my youngest daughter that still lives at home is i'm asking her for her permission because she, she's she's a teenage girl, you know, and there's things that she wants to put out there and there's things that she doesn't. And I didn't I didn't understand that a couple of years ago.
because I wasn't looking at them it from their perspective. And the same with my wife. There's things that she wants out there and there's things that she doesn't. And so I've kind of gotten that down a little bit now. So my mood and mindset is only owned by me and me alone. If, if I'm in a, in a, in a grumpy mood and, and ask yourself this, you know, I'll ask for a nod of heads, no or yes. Can you sense when you're starting to, or when you either wake up grumpy or you're getting grumpy? And so that, you know what I've, I've really found out, especially with Diane is, is when I sense that and I'm kind of almost like, it's almost like poking a tiger in the eye with her because she's a pretty serious person. So when I figure out that I'm being that way, I back off and I say, okay, how can I change my tempo? Because she's starting to match my energy and that's bad, you know, because she's going to outdo my energy and I'm going to be saying, I'm sorry. So I'll sit there and I'll say, okay. So I'll say, you know what, sweetheart? Hey, th thanks for being understanding. When I, when I get like this, I get a little, you know, I'm trying to change it. Man, she flips back around and helps me get in a better mood right away. As soon as I own that shit, Man, she, her energy goes from one of matching energies where we're going to duke it out to one of helpful energy that she's going to help me get. She's going to help me get my mind right because she I pulled my mind out of my butt. You know, I stopped I stopped taking in and in, in being being negative. And I, I would say that's hard to do. It's really not. I wish I would have done it 20 years ago. You know, it's really, really not is you, you just got to just got to own the shit recognize as soon as you recognize it change it even if you don't want to there's days i don't know about you guys there's day i just want to be i just want to be grumpy it's like i screw this i you know i'm just I, I feel like being an asshole i'm gonna pick fights man that is not a good i don't want to be that way so that's going into my head and just reversing things right now put it in reverse get out of that freaking bat that's a bad cul-de-sac to go down you know you're gonna get trapped back into that thing and and, and it's just gonna be a rabbit hole and it, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, you know, because a dead end. I go down there and I just keep doing circles and just keep, you know, wearing out the pavement. You know, <laughs> it's it's it is. It's it's a road to well, it is. It's a road to an ass chewing for my wife. You know, when I get like that, you know, and everybody around you, they can sense when you're like that. You know, so, uh, you you know, you you got a couple things on your list here that um, I use as tools for. You know, if I'm if I feel like I'm going to have a bad day or if I woke up grumpy or whatever, if I just need to change my mindset, you know, and it's the last two things on your list here. It's a uh, dog time is one of them. You know, um, my, my dogs think they own the house and the bed. So every once in a while I need a break from them. But, man, if I need a smile on my face, all I got to go do is visit my dogs and they're Amen. guaranteed to do it every time. Amen. Amen. So, and yeah, then, <clears throat> yeah. And the, the other one is music. Um you know, I'm a big, I'm a big music fan. I, I'm really into it. And uh, right now I'm in the middle of ripping the hundreds and hundreds of CDs I have into high res audio onto my computer. But um, cool. what do you call it? You know, if same thing, if I feel like I need a little something, um, I'll pop in something good. I'll turn, turn it up a bit and uh, have, just have it change my day. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, you know, it, 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 I, I'm glad you bring that point up because things that make you smile. What I've also, what I've also learned to do is things that make me smile as I record them or I take a picture of them. And I've got a, I've literally have got a, a file on my phone that says uh, mood and it's videos and photos that it, when I get, in, when I feel that mood coming on, I go over to that file 
I start browsing through the videos and photos. And if that doesn't change my attitude right now, I don't know what will. And a lot of it is uh, Diane and, and, and really cool pictures of my kids, um, really cool videos and in, in, um, pictures of our dogs and horses, you know, um, really cool pictures of McKinley, which was, was my dog back. We got him and he was born in uh, 97. Um, he was, he was something else. So I'll go through and I'll find that mood folder and I'll look through that. It's just a reminder of, come on, man, life's pretty damn good. You know, life's pretty good. Uh, I was going through something. Um, oh God, this is, this has been a bit of a go. And, and, uh, I said, you know what? Walk out into your shop. I set Indian style in the middle of my shop. And I said, okay, Rennie, tell me why is life so bad? Remind me again why life's so bad. And so, but Chris, you're right. That dog time, um, getting out, rip my horse. He'll, he'll, uh, he knows my moods. And if I'm sad, he is, he's, he is screwing with me. Um, the other day, I didn't tell you that, Chris, and then we'll get out of here, but this is kind of funny. So we give them oats and, and supplements every day, right? And Diane's horse is all neat and eating it, and my horse just gets in there. He's got it up his muzzle this far up his nose. It's everywhere. Well, he dropped something, got his salt rock. Um, he knocked it. I was putting it up, knocked it down. Well, I bent down to pick it up, and he took his whole – bucket which is a little over a gallon of of watery oats and vitamins and all this stuff and when i got underneath him he hit it and he spilt the whole thing i had oats and and, and it's cold outside i just had it all over so i'm down there and i went are you kidding me and he starts eating it off my head and at that second i, I was sitting there and i could feel his tongue and i'm i'm sitting here and i said you know uh, you, you, you can't plan these things. I'm sitting here. I, he just dumped it all over me. I was kind of in a grumpy mood and he's licking it off my head and it just made me laugh for a second. Yeah. I had to laugh at myself. And so, uh, you know, yeah, they'll do that for you. So, you know, we, uh, we got some cool events coming up, uh, especially, I mean, the end of the year, right? So Chris, you want to, you want to kind of, let's talk about the, the, the new event, that we're launching next uh, Saturday up in uh, Hayward, California. Yeah, a little, uh, little housekeeping here. So next, let's see, next Saturday, the 17th, so a week from this Saturday, uh, we're doing something new called Coffee Coatings and Profits. Um, so up there at Hayward, it's a, you know, about maybe a three-hour morning event, you know, something where detailers can get together, and we're going to talk a little shop, a little business, uh, and mostly how to become more profitable with your coatings, you know. Um, so that's something new. We've got others of those planned for January out here in SoCal. And there's a handful of other dates I'm working on for some other ones. Uh, let's see in, what would that be? Late January, early February, the, like the day after mobile tech or whatever, we're going to do one in uh, Florida with William Lara at his shop. Uh, so, you know, wherever we're at, we're going to try and put something on this, like this on. Um, so that's on the 17th. And then a couple days later on the 19th down here in Corona, California, we're doing Christmas with Rennie at Uber Detail. Just kind of a fun get together. It's a way for Uber to say thank you to uh, their customers. And, you know, we're going to have dinner, uh, more uh, more networking with other detailers, a visit from Santa, all that kind of stuff. So kids are welcome. And um, 
you know, that those are the two coming up before Christmas. Uh, times and everything, guys. Um, real easy just to check our uh, our social media for those. Uh, our, the link in the bio of our Instagram has all the details as well as uh, links to tickets because we do require an, an RSVP for that stuff just so we can get a good head count. And uh, <clears throat> I think that covers those, you know. Those are really expensive events. <laughs> they're free uh, they're free we want everybody there yeah well actually actually i'll be honest the, the uber one is not free but it's pretty much free right um yeah. we're, we're 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 doing five bucks ahead on that but everybody gets a free bottle of bead maker so yeah. uh you know it's really just a way to get your commitment and uh and and solid rsvp because you know catering some food and all that you know we want to make sure we plan right so we, we've got this is I'm going to leak this out. We've got a really cool uh, new event that we're going to we're going to start here in Southern California early, early in the new year, um, all based around tools is that we're going to have we're going to take and host events all over Southern California. And again, if we're somewhere, we'll host one somewhere that one's going to be a little more challenging. But we've got every tool known to mankind. And so we're going to host these events where you can come in and we're going to openly discuss the, the key benefits and features of each manufacturer's tools. Uh, because we all get to go and hear the, the sales pitch from the tool companies, but this is a good time for you to get all tools in your hands and figure out which one, what's my favorite, the one that you like. And so it'd be a great time for you guys to kind of do a test drive of all the makes and models and see what you like. And so, uh, and, and, and the key benefits and what I like about, there's not a tool I hate. There's just, there's just not a tool I hate. There's a benefit to every single one of them. And so we're going to take an, an, an opportunity that we've worked with on a very positive note and really shine some light on all the manufacturers and what a great job they're doing for us right now, providing some amazing tools. I've never in my career, never seen tools at the level they are right now. Products, the same thing. But we're going to start out with tools and uh, bring everybody in on, on that. And so uh, a really good time. And then, and then Chris, our classes are already, you know, we're, we're already booking into to March and April for next year. Yep. Uh, for our five days and then we'll be announcing dates for our one days all over the country that's right and so we're working on that one little little revamp to that program coming this year yep so a lot of fun uh, a lot of opportunities so hey I, I hope this helps start your morning out right every day guys and it's i think it's a key factor that a lot of people miss out on is their mornings and uh, i hope this gives you some a little uh, nugget somewhere in there one thing that you can put into your life that will make a difference uh, this is made up of a lot of things. This just isn't me. I've borrowed most of this from other people that I really admire and have put it to action in my life. And I hope that you guys can do the same thing. And so with that, uh, have a powerful week. We'll see you next week. We'll be back on. We're going to start announcing these things a little more in advance. Um, is that with Oscar coming on, it's freed up some time for uh, both Chris and I. And so you're going to see some really cool podcasts coming at you. As always, we love to hear from you. Uh, Rennie at DetailingSuccess.com. Chris at DetailingSuccess.com. Uh, reach out to us. We love to hear your comments, and uh, especially when we make an impact in your life and your business. So take care, man. Chris, we'll see you up here this afternoon, and yep. uh, we'll see you all next time. Go out and live a great life, guys. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to the Rennie Doyle Podcast, brought to you by Detailing Success and PNS Double Black. Listen to new episodes weekly, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And don't forget to share with your friends and colleagues.